on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Wow, we're flying on dragons. Soon. Trademark. <laughs> Raising the caps and counting our losses in SOTOR. Has anyone seen the Lost Ark? <laughs> I mean, have you? Tavern Close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Close your eyes. <laughs> Tavern crawls. I mean, construction is going on in Guild Wars 2. And we're transporting into the STO fleet with Greebob and Nikodos. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 385 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aliyah Ayaktaist gaming community. The Die has been podcast. This is Tetsemi, and to my left is Abavan. Phrase. <laughs> it says catchphrase there, so I just say catchphrase. Right? <laughs> All right. And this week, we are joined by special guests Nicodus and Greebug, who are here to talk to us about AIE in Star Trek Online. Welcome. Thank you. Thank Hello. you. Glad to be here. Yep. And for those audio podcast listeners, we have we have Nicodus and we have Greebug, and Greebug is streaming his is streaming his STO uh, visuals from the game. So if you get a chance to check out the YouTube video when it goes up. It's definitely worth a watch, so you can see all the pretty ships and all the all the interface. So, all right. Well, we are going to go around the room and find out what everyone has been up to recently. So, let's start with the guest, Greebug. What have you been up to in or out of game this week? Uh, let's see. I, I play a lot of games. Uh, <laughs> did I do? I did do D and D. Yes, I did. Uh, we we I actually got to be a player um this last Thursday. Oh, you're no longer Normally, a forever DM. Uh, yeah, I had a friend who who he he's an amazing friend. Known him for uh since middle school, sixth grade, which now is I don't even want to think how long. And I'm just gonna stop there. Um, <laughs> so known him a long time, and he he offered because I, I DM or I was DMing three games. He offered to take one off my hands so that way oh nice I could play yeah and. We got to, we're investigating something in town, maybe some snake cultist uh, stuff going on. We have to figure it out. Um, yeah. Well, I guess we don't have to, but we, we've, <laughs> my cleric likes to do good. And so right. he, he, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so that, it's always did some, the cultist. Yep. Did, did some good, you know, some good RP stuff. Uh, Let's see what else happened. Um, I played yeah, WoW. Um, we we did some raiding, and Friday we finally got An Anduin down. Well, I guess not down. Um, I, I won't spoil it. We, we, <laughs> we defeated the Anduin fight. If you don't know what that means, then and that's a well, brick wall. Know. That's a brick wall of a fight. That is an end boss fight. Yeah. Um, the way I have had the the sepulcher raid explained is. is there, it's two raids in one. Yeah. The first raid goes all the way up to Anduin, and then after that, you have a much shorter raid. Yes. And, yeah. 
Much more so, straightforward raid for the last what last three bosses, right? Yeah, we we then the, went and killed uh, Rigalon, and uh, because we ha- were running low in time, we we went and into heroic and killed uh, one of the bosses there. Nice. Um, so that way we could up our creation catalyst uh, yep. power. So yeah, cool. Um, let's see. And then I've been playing a lot of STO. Uh, the, I. Do well. We'll get with that later. Um, yeah, <laughs> been playing a lot of STO because I—that's what I do. Right. Very cool. So, what about you, Nicodus? Uh, other than STO, because I've been right. putting so much time into that game, I've—I've I've got three newer characters that I'm working on, and it's yeah, a lot of time into that, and we'll detail some of that here in a little bit. But other than that, um. I gotta say, I am interested in this new expansion for WoW. That might actually pull me back into WoW. Yeah, uh, I've been out for a little over a year now, I think, or coming up on a year. Um, Did you dip out about nine oh five? Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I something about the current story in WoW, like it, it just lost me. Yeah. Like it was neat. It was interesting. And then you just get to a point where it's grind, 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 yeah. grind. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm out, I'm done. <laughs> um, but yeah, this flying dragons and, and being able to dive bomb people and it Deep sounds interesting. And, yeah. It, it sounds interesting and fun and it might actually pull me back. Um, I also dipped into No Man's Sky. Now, this is this is a game I've played before and, you know, dinked around for a bit, had a lot of fun with friends. But they just came out with a new expansion of their own that deals a lot with space pirates. Mm-hmm. So I've been flying around, fighting, and sometimes being blown up by space pirates. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and then the only other thing I've really been doing is I, I bought the new Lego Star Wars game. Um, and been yep. having a lot, a lot of fun on that. <laughs> I've only gotten to episode four so mm-hmm. far, but it's because I'm taking the time to find all the Easter the eggs. And, and, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You have so, to. I try to play those games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the Lego the, Star Wars. Yeah. Lego Star Wars has always been my favorite of all the Lego games. And yeah. this one is, is pretty top tier. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. So that's it. Now, my, it was funny because my daughter and I would play, and we have two totally different play styles where she plays just to get through the game, and then I'll sit down and 100% the game. Like, I want all the mini kits. I want all the, you know, I've got to get my... Whereas when we get to um, some of the, the Mario worlds or stuff like that in, you know, when we play that, she's the exact opposite. She's got to get all the stars. She's got to get, you know, all the all the stuff. So it's, it's just an interesting play style flip, but yeah, no, we, we like, we had Lego with her growing up, the Lego star Wars games and she loved them. And she's like, Oh yeah, we're getting that. <laughs> cool. And Abbo, I know we just had you on the podcast, but I'm sure something's been going on in the past few weeks. What, what have you been up to? Well, um, as you, as you know, uh, I do Final Fantasy quite a bit, so that's always on my plate. Um, I've been. What else have I been? I no, I've been playing a lot of the sh- um, MLB the Show, ah. uh, because it's 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 hitting season, yo. <laughs> hitting season, and I got this little slugger guy that I'm doing uh, the road to the show, which is um, 
you take uh, this baseball player, you create your character, and then you sort of choose like what sort of baseball player you're going to be. Are you going to be a big hitter? Are you going to be this great defensive guy? Are you going to be a pitcher? Going to go two way? Um, and you go up through the minors, and then right. you go you go up through like some like farm farm team, and then you go, eventually go to like a triple A, AAA, which is like one beneath the big team. And right. then when you get to the show, and then you have to go and win the pennant and go win World Series, get the best contract, yada, yada, yada. Um, it's interesting. Uh, if you like if you like sports mm-hmm. and you know, specifically baseball, I mean, if you're, all, if you're only football, this baseball game is not going to do it for you. Um, if you don't like sports at all, it's still not going to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are in a town where, uh, like me, where it is a crime to not like sports, um, such as myself, um, I have a lo- love-hate relationship with my sports teams. They mostly hate me, <laughs> but I do enjoy them as much as I do my gaming. If that is your thing, the show was a great baseball simulation. Yep. So yeah. uh, when I'm not killing internet dragons, right. I'm hitting baseballs as far as I can. Or or dealing with the 12. Spoilers. Um <laughs> Well, there's the 12th, and then there's also the 13th, which is also a spoiler, but it's not. But it no. is not. Nope. But oh, right. we'll talk about that on the next time that I'm here to talk about, uh, when I'm here to talk all about Final Fantasy. But I think we're talking about some uh, Star Trekking, right? In a little bit, yep. Um, I actually have been playing a little bit of Star Trek in my copious amounts of free time. Uh, like I said, we some of the pre-show, if you watch the video, you can see me asking questions about the user interface because I was still confused about how to pilot the ship correctly and some of the controls. But I'll, I'll get those all sorted out. It's just learning a new interface to a game, and there's so much involved um, that we're going to go into. Like The entire game could just be flying the starship and doing missions and you'd be fine. But then there's the whole away missions. There's the space combat. There's the, yeah, it's just, there's a lot there and it's, you get sucked into the game and I can, and I can see why. Um, But I also found this uh, a while back, this little $3 game on steam, literally $3 game called uh, vampire survivors. And it's a roguelike. And it's a uh, side scroller, you know, it's, it's all 2d um, and you unlock different characters and you unlock different weapons and you, you know, play through the game and die a lot, a lot. And then you get up and, Oh, I've got some more power so I can unlock this. I've collected enough coins. I can unlock this. And it was, it was playing this that Nicodus, you mentioned, you know, dipping out around nine Oh five because of the grind. I found it's not the grind. To me, it's the grind without a satisfactory reward to it in a in a reasonable time period. Because it used to be you could just sit and wow, log in thirty minutes, accomplish something. You know, even if it was just do your daily quest, you saw your reputation advance, or you saw. The, but when you got to, uh, I think it was Corthia. And it was just like, oh, this is going to take 45 days to, you know, max out everything and unlock it. Plus, you still haven't maxed out your covenant story because you've got to do that. Every It just became 
really wow chores. And it was just like, okay, I'll, I'll go find something that, you know, that, that I can grind because I don't mind the grind if there's a reward at the end. So like SOTOR, uh, they launched with their 7.0 content. And the grind for me is, is conquest. Uh, you get to 320 item level gear. And then you earn conquest to upgrade that to 322 and then 324 and then 326. And then once you have the 326, because everything is account bound, I could just take a duplicate 326 piece that I get and ship it off to another character. So I've got eight characters going through this grind because I'm making appreciable dent in this, you know, self-proclaimed, I'm going to get them all to 326. And I've got five characters at 326. I've got one character that needs one piece of gear to get there and two other characters that need like four pieces of gear. But it launched in February, February 14th-ish, 15th maybe. So it's been two months and a week, you know, and it's just been a steady, like I can see I'm making forward progress on this. Um, Same thing with Vampire Survivors. I could see, oh, hey, I got stronger. Oh, hey, I unlocked a new character. Oh, hey, I got a new weapon. You know, I can, wow, just, it felt like a job. It felt like I'm going to be here 24-7 trying to make progress in this game, and that's not fun. I'm hoping they change that in Dragonflight. Um, It looks interesting, especially with the revamped talent tree, Um, which is one thing that struck me. I'm like, well, how does Final Fantasy, oh, wait. Final Fantasy doesn't have a talent tree. All your characters are the same. It's just gear and skill. Huh. That's why it's easier to balance everything, because you don't have to deal with, well, Johnny went and picked this talent, which no one uses, and now is complaining about low DPS. So I guess we got to fix that, you know? The, um, the problem, though, with that is you're, you're saying, oh, I'm going to be the best black mage there is. Right. That, that, that. And then you realize, oh, I can also be a white mage. I can be a dragoon. I right. Can be a warrior. <laughs> yeah. I must have them all. Give oh, yeah. it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's a breadth. It goes <laughs> wide as opposed to deep, you know? So, yeah. And then, no, but I'm, with, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't mean, no, no, just you're with, with Final Fantasy, you almost get the, the opposite problem, though, because like, making a new character and leveling a new character, according to some players is almost taboo in final fantasy. Right. But like, uh, why would you do that? You can just play uh, that class on your current character. But there, there are a lot of people that do that because they want to play through the story on a different, you know, character and not a different job. And you can't like, once you've gone through the main story, unless you go to new game plus, you really can't, go through it again. So some people roll alts like Mew has one. I think he's got one in ARR. He's got one in heaven's ward. He's got one in Stormblood. He's got one in Shadowbringer. So he's got one in each expansion. Um, I think old man Franks has like one in every data center just to play with people in those data centers bef- until, you know, the data center play becomes. So there are legitimate and- reasons to play other characters. Also, you can only be one race. You can be multiple jobs on that character, but you can all be one way. So if you want to play an all raw or a Viera or a Rothgar, you know, you, you're either constantly switching your, your, um, what's it called? Apple Fantasia Fantasia. Yeah. yeah you're, you're yeah. either just draining you're Fantasia's left and right or 
Yeah. So, but now with all that said, uh, there's also a limit to the number of characters you can have. Yeah. Eight per server. And I think it's uh 60 characters or something like that. Right. It's very high, but it is finite. And the reason why I know it's finite is because I do have <laughs> gotten a, a, a message that says you may not have any more characters because you have too many characters over like, cause I have a, I have a bazillion, I have, I'm maxed out on Goblin, which is our server. I went, then that's part of the Crystal Data Center. So you maxed is, out the data the, center. <laughs> I, I, no, I just have servers on here. I got servers on um, uh, Corel and some other stuff that are maxed out. And then I'll still have a bunch of characters on our old server, which is a data center. <laughs> There's another data center over here, which is still in the same building. But it's still the North American Data Center. It's just a little a little hallway between the two, and I have a bunch of characters over there to play with some people, play, uh, uh, some other little projects. My kids make characters, yada yada yada. And I said, oh, I want to play with some European people, so I create some stuff over there. Oh, I want to play with APJ. Why? I don't know. I just might want to one day, so I make yeah. characters over there. Um, so I have characters all over the globe. Yeah. yeah. And now I can't have any more unless <laughs> I unless I unless I, um, I decided to give them the uh, the the, uh, the old yellow treatment. Yeah. All right. I'm well, sorry for leaning off camera here. My cat is begging nope, for a no check-in. worries. <laughs> no, no, to, we are not sponsored by this <laughs> this beverage. Can of, can, this can of beverage. That's right. No, we are good. So we are gonna uh, start digging into Star Trek Online, which is why we have Nicodus and Greebog on shortly. But first, we're gonna plow through this week's news. A.I.E. News. All right. And in streaming and guild podcast news, SOTOR, Skate Podcast 421, Level Sync, Stat Talk. What are Bolster and Level Sync? What did they do to our stats? What changes are coming? That's right. Backed by popular demand, it is Stat Talk. And in Working Class Nerds, which reminder is not safe for work? Heck, sometimes it's not safe for life. Uh, episode 149, Free Ride Games. Marcus and Nick sit down with Destiny streamer, Twitch partner, and all-around amazing community-having king, Free Ride Games. The three of them chat about the recent Destiny and gaming escapades. Nick talks about his busy week. And they even have sidebars within sidebars about comic book storylines. So enjoy. And in Fleet Action Report... <laughs> Far, Greebog's new character challenge, Captain Level 41 to 49, without touching all the unlocks. <laughs> That's his thing. Greebog spends the night running for 41 to 49 on his new character challenge, Captain, which he's not allowed to touch anything he's unlocked. <laughs> well, that it's was a unique challenge. The, it was like technically that was me streaming on the Wednesday, the actual episode. That was Nicodus and I hitting 40. Ah, okay. Okay. So. All right. Oh, by that, so you, you just, you're not allowed to touch like uh, like existing unlocks you have, or is that like a game mechanic? We will go okay. into this shortly. This yeah. is something All we're right. doing, and it's part of what we're going to talk about when we get to SDO. So stand by. Hold on to that question. Yep. <laughs> All right. Because I'm very curious. Please hold. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. So in Wild News, New Braid. I always love that name. Yep. New Brave will be checking out the. Oh, I hate this word. I can never say this word. Sepulchre. <laughs> Let's go with that. All right. Nobody <laughs> will be checking, checking out that place uh, <laughs> of the first ones in uh, normal mode for the second time 
uh, tonight. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, it is Saturday night. It's almost, almost nine o'clock here on the East coast. So, uh, get in line. I'm sure they have room for you. Yep. Um, while 10.0 Dragonflight has been announced with a new four zone area, a new playable race with its own class, you know, cause you know, why dragon, not like people and breathing fire things. It looks like it actually looks kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a revamped talent tree dragon riding and much, much more. Oh, and, uh, spoiler, they stole the work order and, Auction house revamp from Final Fantasy fourteen for their professions. Pretty sure. <laughs> I, I I only only watched um, the uh, the trailer uh, passively. Yeah, um, but now you can uh, put up work orders and have people make stuff for you that even if it's so bad. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. And they're now putting quality into professions as well as stats and gear that you equip while doing those professions. Sound familiar, <laughs> Abel? Uh. It sounds very familiar from many games, and I think having crafting where you just press a button and a thing says, poof, you now have this sword of destroying. Well, all I did was press a button. I'm a master crafter because I can press <laughs> this one button. No, let, let, let's add a little skill to it. Let's make it a video game because we're playing a video game. Exactly. <laughs> so this is great. I love when they had, and then <sighs> players will find out who are the good crafters and who are the meh ones or only people who just read a guide and they figured it out like you know like like the script kitties exactly you know let good players be good <laughs> yep soapbox end <laughs> wow classic <laughs> what a transition wow classic <laughs> Sunwell, the last raid of the burning crusade was on the ptr so it will be dropping soon and the unnerved and the unnerved version to start with so the River of Tears will be coming our way. Up to the mountaintop of Muru, the nightmare of all, and the true boss of the Sunwell. And I thought I muted my iPad. You're the fine. Nerf versions will come a few weeks, months later, um, as as the unnerfed is no joke. Um, I remember when this was new. Yeah. Uh, Me too. It is it no was, joke. <laughs> it, yeah, it was... Um, uh, the DPS requirements was like, um, ridiculous. was before well, it was ridiculous. And it was before the massive amounts of people got good at the game. Yeah. I don't, I think YouTube was really in its infancy at that point. Oh yeah. I don't think, I don't think icy veins was really there. There was another site. I'm trying to remember what it was that we had to use, but it was, um, I mean, we might've been on Alakazam for all I remember. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, yeah, we're going way, 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 way back. And we're now we all. And if for those, everyone else who remember doing that when it was new, um, don't forget your knees hurt and to take your, your back pain medication. <laughs> Advil right. is your friend. Yes. Okay. Um, notice all the gray. Um, <laughs> this was not gray when I did that raid. <laughs> <laughs> that raid may have contributed to some of the gray. Yeah, maybe, but I'm going to say, still say it's the kids. Uh, more people are logging in and joining, so we're hopeful hopeful that we'll have 10 for when Wrath hits soon. Yep. And in SOTOR, we are looking forward to update 702, which will include some fine-tuning on new systems and currencies that were new with 7.0. Notably, the caps have been raised on currencies that are easiest to get, and some of the currencies that were the biggest bottlenecks have been tweaked to drop slightly more often. 
big change for PvPers is that losses in war zones will now count towards weekly targets. This will bring conventional PvP more in line with GSF for making progress on Conquest and Galactic Seasons. This update will come on Tuesday of this week. Also, Max and Seema will be doing this week's uh, Escape podcast after the AIE podcast at 9.30 p.m. Eastern showing some Star Wars cosplay and other stuff from PAX East, which is still in progress. Just to note, Max is at PAX East, not SEMA. (laughs) Kitty! Apple Van FFXIV. What's that? (laughs) Yeah, Never heard of it. Nope. (laughs) No, no, no. Oh! Final Fantasy XIV. Yes. That's that game that has a gigantic icon on my desktop that I click on all the time. (laughs) This big. Well, we. Yeah, it's just a big red button. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I need to be in the workshop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I spent so much time in that workshop. Anyway, uh, we do have another. We've added a new weekly event that we've been running for um, three weeks now. It's called the Sprout Raid uh, because we. I love the name Noob Rape so much, and uh, so we decided to um, uh, playfully steal the name but make it a. Uh, Final Fantasy-ish, called Sprout Raid, and it's called Sprouts because when you're a new player in Final Fantasy, you have a little sprout, grass sprout above your head, to show, and we call you Sprouts as a part of new players, so that's where Sprout Raid comes from. You um, also get that if you go away from the game for a while and come yes. back, because I have oh, one right flower. now. You have a flower over here. <laughs> yes. That's, that's different. You are a returner. <laughs> that is different. So, Sprout Raids. Uh, we're, we run those Thursdays, at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, do the math if you live one way or the other. Yep. Um, most people are... No, you're, you're fine. Eastern <laughs> is good. We can do the math. Yeah, yeah we can count to... Th- we can add three. Okay, yep. cool. All right. Now, unless you live over in Europe, then uh, subtract, but you, you yep. can figure that one out. Um, or just ask Google. Uh, but 10, p- 10 p.m. Thursdays, we run the 24-player raids. Now, um, it is Dungeon Finder-able... Um, so you can get ma- we get matched with all the extra people, but if we do have twenty four people, that means we can run the show at twenty have all twenty four people in there at once. Uh, but if we, even if it's uh, just uh, you know two or three people still show up, even just one per- uh, one other person, we can still go in uh, because I'm going to be there, and there's some other people in there that like that like this sort of content, so they're coming in as well. So if you need, want to run this stuff, come on in. This week, we're going to be running the Void Arc, which is a level 60 uh, raid at the end of the Heaven's Word expansion. So you have to complete base Heaven's Word, which is the 3.0 patch, right? You know, just the base expansion. Um, you do not have to purchase the game for this one, because this is still within the free trial. Um, no, we would love to be, have you be, be part of the FC, but do that. You do have to buy the game subscription, yada, yada, yada. But even if you have not purchased the game, just going through the demo, you know, uh, hop in Discord. You can join us, and that, that's perfectly fine. We would love to have you along. You know, it's great. It's, it's fun time. So we're gonna be doing the Void Arc next week. We'll be doing um, the uh, the Lost City of uh, Mock, and then the last one I forget what that one is. Lost uh, City of Rabanero? No. <laughs> no, that, that no, that's gonna that's that's uh, Stormbloods. Ah, okay, I hate that breed. Yeah. It's just miserable. Um, it's it's easy when you go with me because I I because part part of the deal here is I explain all the lore that you see and I also all explain all the counters live and the encounters 
live as we're doing them so you're not lost there. And if you you don't need to read a guide, you don't need to have an optimized DPS rotation, you don't need to have all this super gear, just show up. Yep. You'll have a good time, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you'll always always have a fun time. Um, just th- um, Friday nights, we're still doing uh, uh, mount farming uh, for in the various expansions. Uh, because uh, you know the, the extreme, uh, the extreme uh, trials they do in there, they can drop ponies or or um, doggies or birdos or whatever wolfies, mm-hmm. depending on the expansion. There's always a theme, um, so we do so we mount, we uh, farm those up for people. Um, so that's cool. And then tonight, happening thirty minutes from now, thirty minutes from now um, is map nights where we go in and do maps for uh, fun, <laughs> excitement, and pretty casual happenings. It's a good time. It is. Strongly recommended. Definitely. And in ESO news, cool things the Guild has been doing the last few weeks. They've spent taking advantage of the anniversary event Cake and doing dailies, as well as checking out the new prologue quest for the next chapter release. Uh, Trials. They've bravely gone into 12-person content with 10 to 11 people and were successful in killing bosses and having fun. If you're interested in running dungeons for pledges, we have two dungeon groups that occasionally need someone to fill in. Check out the Undaunted Enclave channel in Discord for more information. And trials are run on nights. We have 12 people online for mandatory fun nights and zone clears when they don't. Star Trek Online, we'll talk to you guys soon. So, I thought. Lost Ark. Activity in Lost Ark continues to be steady with more than 20 to 30 players logging in each day. Consolidation into the primary most progressed uh, guild of Alien Kamitas. Um, that's the main guild on there, and it's um, it would behoove you to everyone consolidate into that one now that we've expanded the guild limits. If you don't have a character yet in this guild, please contact Duras or, or, or Deathode for more information. At our current growth, we should have obtain level 8 by the weekend. The April update patch has arrived. The battle for the throne of chaos. There is a link for that. Click on that if you are interested in that. Highlights of that. The, the, con- the new content of South Vern is available to continue the story of Lost Ark. A new martial artist class to, uh, to bounce in the glaive and spear weapons between the two stances. The glaver. <laughs> uh, the Fetion power pass is available to to progress your character quickly to Tier 2 and the content of Fetian. A new system, the Arc Pass, was introduced with a various leveling from free to two paid tiers of premium and super premium. Each tier offers different types of rewards like many seasonal passes introduced in other games. The current pass is dubbed the Noble Banquet and lasts from April 21st to July 14th. There are other new items in the store, skins, mounts, pets, and shiny things. <laughs> we like shiny things. Um, Ooh, activities in the guild continues. <laughs> um, don't forget to speak up in-game global chat to group um, group with guildies. Or what I do, go in there and I do the animated um, emocons all the time because they're fun and cute. If you have any questions, there are always knowledgeable vets lurking in the public AIE Discord in the Lost Ark channel. Yep. And Guild Wars 2, Living Season... Living World Season 1, Episode 1, is happening right now. Uh, Jedi is not sure when the release schedule is for the new, quote-unquote, old content. What he does know is that Lost World Season 1 will be free 
all for all forever since it's you know super old content also keep that in mind when playing through it the style of storytelling has evolved so much since this was released and they let uh let's see <laughs> and they oh let me copy and paste from the previous update <laughs> currently we're working on upgrading the tavern which will allow us to have a better guild wide buffs they're in need of empty kegs or the materials to craft them see the pin post in discord they also need bottles of Alonian wine or the gold to purchase them and lots of elderwood planks mithril bars and various leather squares jedi is still looking at getting strikes going once more people get through the story mandatory fun nights are mondays and dungeons happen dungeons and more happen monthly lord of the rings online the 15th anniversary event is live and with that update 33 to celebrate 15 years of Lotro, as some also new perks for both free-to-play and VIPs, which is people who who either subscribe to the game or have the lifetime. That might be me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many turbo or I don't know, turbo, uh, Lotro points do you have? I, I'm sure oh, good lord! Know. I haven't I haven't looked. It's, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Well, you're still generating them because uh, I yeah. I logged in, I logged in once and I was like. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry. How many? Uh, oh, it, it's an, uh, you need to go scientific notation. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now all I right. think I logged I, in and then bought like all the expansions or whatever yeah, you needed to unlock I, with it, and I'm like, oh, I still got a bunch. Oh, I'll save those for later. <laughs> yeah, I I bought a, a bazillion busts for one of my characters just to see how if I could buy how much power I could buy in like one hour. Right. But anyway, <laughs> there are also some limited time uh, limited time account wide gifts to. Um, Let's try the sentence again. <laughs> there are also some limited time account white gifts to those have uh, for those at least level two during the anniversary to pick up through May tenth. The gifts are for are both for both free to play and the VIPs. But VIPs will get additional account wide gifts. Cool. And having gone through the news, let's get back to Nicodus and Greebog and find out what is going on in AIE in Star Trek Online. You want to start this off, Greybog? I mean, there's so much that's been going on. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the the big big news uh, is the the fleet has made huge progress. Um, I, I know that you have that down further in the notes, it's but fine. to me, the, the, no, I mean, this, this is, is huge. Big. Yeah. Um, I, I when I joined our fleet, way way. Actually, actually, when I joined the fleet, we were probably at level one. Um, but we, we now the fleet overall level is eighty-one. Um, wow! And, and we have a tier five starbase maxed out. There are no more build projects for <laughs> me to put. Um, I don't need. I could put other projects for us to use, though. I will be monitoring our provision needs, and as we need, I will queue up provision projects. So that way people can continue buying everything that we have unlocked, which means all of the fleet variant ships we've unlocked, minus the one that comes from the colony. All like the, the best in-game hangar pets have been unlocked. I mean, it, 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 it's just huge on everything that we now have. Tier 5 was a, a big, big, big step. Um, we, well, we have all of the... Other minor holdings also are are done, um, and because of us having everything into to this point, 
I've been queuing up for the research lab. There is a weekly, a five-day project. Well, it lasts five days once it's completed, and it gives the fleet a buff. And I've been alternating us between an experience boost for the fleet, and then the other one I use is the diluth- dilithium boost. So that way people can help help everyone get things moving along. Yep. And the amount the of resources that we pumped into this was, oh, yeah. was ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> there, it was it was like one and a half million dilithium. And to, to put this in context, a one player on one character can only produce 8,000 usable dilithium per day. God, unless you spend money. <laughs> So yeah, yeah unless unless you're willing to put real money into it, and some people might have, but you're just tons and tons of of resources went into that. It was crazy, and that's just playing the game, right? Yes, yes. yeah, that's how it should be. Cool. Yeah. And how is the colony doing? The colony is also working on tier five. Um, the one thing to note about tier five for any like, well, for the starbase and the colony is. So it takes 100,000 experience points to go from 1, 2, 3, and 4. Mm-hmm. Once you hit tier 5, it goes from 100,000 to... You need now 150,000 just for one single tier. Right. So, yeah, because like the end is 250,000. So we, we have to... I mean, we're moving along nicely. We, we, we are queuing these up. Um, we're just under half on two of them of... I'd say a third of the way through on one of the smaller tiers. So I, we're still progress. moving along quite nicely. Not I'm hoping great. end of the year, but like I, I've had thoughts on how long it was going to take us to get to the <laughs> tier five star base. And everyone has done way well and above and beyond and knocked it out so much faster. It's <laughs> great. So, um, and now I, the, the, the KDF fleet is not doing as well. We're level four on the KDF side. Um, so a, a lot of people that we have in the fleet use the, the KDF fleet basically for their Klingon alts, and that's fine. Uh, but we are building it slowly, just you know, very, very slowly. We're hoping to maybe get some support generated from the Armada that we're a part of where the, the higher level fleets can donate stuff to us and help. Um, but it's it's slow going right at the moment. So if anybody wants to help with that, let us know. And and for the KDF fleet, we're focusing on the dilithium mine first because it unlocks a lot of discounts, which means... So, yeah, we pay, had to put uh, 1.5 million dilithium for some of the, the big Tier 5 projects. That would have been more without the dilithium mine discounts. A lot So <laughs> it probably would have been closer to like 2 million. Oh, wow. That's so great. yeah, w- which is why I w- with the KDF fleet, I'm like, okay, we're just going to start out knocking out the 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 mine, so that way we can get all <laughs> of the discounts unlocked. Exactly, it'll help. Yeah, yeah it's definitely great. a big deal, and we're you know we're thrilled to to have gotten there. We appreciate everybody in the fleet who has helped us out, everybody in the Armada who has helped us out. Um, I mean, it's a big achievement, and we've had some people question like, well, what do we do when this is done? There are still projects that we can queue up. There's still things we can put on repeat. There will be special projects that come up throughout the year. So for those people who still need fleet credits, which is pretty much everybody, myself Mm -hmm. included, um, there are still ways to do that. 
Or the other thing you can do is I've been talking about the Armada. You can go to the Armada tab and it'll list all the fleets in the Armada and what projects they currently have queued. And you can always donate resources to them to get your fleet marks. Cool. All right, so let me let me back up in the notes here for a second. I, I know you guys didn't ask, but <laughs> I, I want to talk for just a minute about the game itself. So the, the question I've been asked repeatedly is, it's a Star Trek game. Do you have to love Star Trek? And, and the answer is no, you don't. This, Wait, this I don't is mean by Vulcan ears? <laughs> no, although, although if you want to, there's nothing wrong with that exactly. either. Um, but th- this is a sci-fi MMORPG. First and foremost, that's exactly what it is. You have your your character who becomes captain of their own ship, and then you develop your career. You can fly other ships. You can move up in rank. There's stuff you can do. The, the fact that it is in the Star Trek universe is nice for those of us who like Star Trek, but you do not have to like Star Trek to enjoy the game. Um, and then uh, Tetsemi here was talking about space versus ground a little bit. So let me talk a little bit about that. There are two aspects to this game. There is space combat, which is you flying around in your ship, like Grebog is showing right there in his constitution class. I'm sorry, in his legendary constitution class. <laughs> and uh, when you beam down to the surface of a planet or into the interior of a ship or a starbase uh, or anything like that, that becomes ground combat. Now your ground combat functions like most other MMOs out there. Although they added a shooter mode a few years ago, you can access with a a quick shortcut key that almost makes it like a, I don't know, over the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, Over the shoulder though, not first person, like third person. Um, I don't use that. So I don't really know a whole lot about it, but there are a lot of people that sing its praises. Um, but other than that, it's it's pretty typical for what you see in MMOs is the layout and how you, you use your buttons and so on and so forth. Space combat is another thing entirely. You're actually maneuvering your ship, dogfighting around, trying to get an advantage on those that you're fighting against. You have bridge officer powers that you can activate to increase your weapon damage or the rate of fire or how many targets you shoot at. Um and a lot of people will even tell you that the piloting is actually more important than those abilities. So you get into a ship, different ships fly in different ways. You've got to find the one that works for you and then kind of build your uh, powers around how you fly the ship. Um, and I could talk about that all day. I don't want to bore <laughs> everybody, but th- there is a distinct difference between ground and space combat. Yep. Um, the other thing that I've been talking about to people is free to play versus pay to win. Uh, this game started off as a subscription based game. It morphed into a, uh, freemium, uh, base. Um, and yes, there is a pay to win aspect sort of. So there are uh, ships tier six ships is the highest level of ship. And in order to get one, you have to spend real money. However, you get free ships as you level up to a tier five. Tier 5 ships can be built without spending a dime on the game to compete with almost any Tier 6 ship. So if if you don't want to spend a dime in the game, and one of my very best friends is doing that right now, you can get that Tier 5 ship and, and just kit it out and be competitive, even in PvP. 
So you can play this game completely free, never spend a dime on it, and still be competitive. And I felt that was very important. Oh, yeah. Also, Cryptic Studios loves to give us freebies. They have gotten in the habit of giving at least three free ships, tier six ships every year, uh, occasionally more. Last year, I think it was a total of five. So you can always uh, wait for one of those to come up as well. Uh, Grebog, I'm going to let you handle the uh, new character challenge and answer uh, the the questions asked earlier. <laughs> so, yes, uh, because many times one of the things that we keep getting at, I'm a new car- player, what do I do? And so we decided to try to, I guess, mimic what new players uh, go through um, mm-hmm. in our latest I guess series of some episodes and uh, we, we basically have rules like we, we can't claim anything that we've unlocked account wide it is basically the, 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 the def- the kind of default part of the rule. Right. There are all kinds of things that like, if I wanted to, I could go into the Zen store and anything that I've purchased in the Zen store from like ships and whatnot. Like you can see here, I have ships that say available, available, if it says available, it means I have I have access to it, and I could technically use and whatnot. But uh, with the new character challenge, we are avoiding that. Um, we're avoiding all of the event stuff. Well, we 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 made the addendum to the rule for the event that uh, once we can participate in the, the events, from then on, we'll be able to use what we we can unlock. Because a new player, once you get to the, the level where you can start participating you'll you'll be able to get all these cool new rewards right and yeah you're almost there, there's like, all kinds of stuff like the ships and yada yada that we, we you can unlock. It like um someone spun up a new account you're only allowing what a new account right exactly be able to do yep yes now, it has been a really unique challenge because I, I am so used to just being able and like reclaim certain weapons or uh, marks. So the, like the reputation system requires a certain number of marks to advance the each reputation. And through throughout the years, I have done a lot of these recruit events where those are account wide unlocks. So I've got just tons of marks that I could go claim. But I can't because we're doing this challenge, and that that has been a unique thing to me. Yeah, definitely. It, 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 it's been a lot of fun. Um, brings a lot of memories back to when when I started. Now, yes, we 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 already know how to play the game. We we already know some of the mechanics of it. But the people that watch me when I like so Wednesday, I did a, a run from forty level forty one to forty nine because. The next time we do the the fleet action report episode with the new character challenge um, updates, we'll have uh, we'll we'll be trying to hit fifty on stream. Well, so I was during that run, people could see me die repeatedly, <laughs> um, explode repeatedly because there are just some like I hit we hit a new level bracket like at, you know yeah. at forty, and I haven't gotten that much gear. Right. Uh, that that kind of fits with it. So I was struggling pretty hard in one of the episodes where I had to go up against some Borg and they just annihilated me. Right. So well, not having max level gear right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, well, the thing is, is there's many reclaims that we have now that they have the infinity symbol on the gear, which means it scales to the max 
um, mark level that you can have. Right. So not having gear that's scaled up to what I could use, just having whatever I've gotten, you know, picked up from missions or drops is, yeah. So was it, I even looked at crafting some stuff on stream (laughs) and I'm like, I don't have enough stuff to craft this even. So was it, was it a case of going into the content too low level just because of the way the story flowed or could you, did you miss like a bunch of side missions that might've got you the gear? Well, we've, we've probably been leveling up quick. I would say, um, the, the experience, well, I guess also we do, we did have like the fleet has the level boost going right now or experience boost. So that, that probably was part of it. Gotcha. Um, so I may have, only ran a few, uh, like I a couple a mission or two less than I normally would, which would have given me a couple more pieces. Yeah. Um, All the content in STO scales with you, so it doesn't matter what mission you run. The enemies are all going to be scaled with you. the The issue comes up that some of the enemies were designed later on in the life of the game, and were just designed to be tougher. Right. The, the Borg is a good example of that. There's uh, another group called the Vodwar that are among the most annoying things to fight in the <laughs> game. <laughs> um, and at one I point did. in time, at, at one point in time, those were pushed later in the story. But over the years, Cryptic has removed episodes and tried to streamline the leveling process. And some of those enemies got moved up. So when okay. you might have been level 50 originally now you're running into them at level 30 and they haven't really adjusted the mechanics now again they scale with you so hit points damage output and that stuff will scale to your level the mechanics didn't change right well also the one that i struggled (laughs) the most with was end mission for a story arc which means there's typically a boss fight in there yeah and i was going up against a borg diamond and those are rough, even like when they put them into the TFOs, those are, are, are meant to be a boss, like, you know, and, and hard to, yeah, even still hard to fight. So having to go in a mission against one, uh, it was rough. Well, I mean, and, you know, to be fair here, you know, the Borg cubes is, uh, can be any cube can be a diamond if looked at a certain point of view. <laughs> You yes. Just turn a little bit. Now it's a diamond. Oh, now it's a cube again. So, and so the trick is you got to turn your head off to the side, and that diamond becomes a, a cube again, and you're good. There you go. <laughs> Pro tip. If, if only <laughs> from from a certain point of view. I see where you went there. <laughs> from a certain point of view, yes, indeed. Uh, uh, I should also point out since we're talking about new new characters and new players here. Um, we do fun nights every Thursday and we've gotten in the habit of running TFOs, uh, the, the basic five man dungeons, uh, during those, but we don't have to, uh, there's a level matching system in the game. Um, excuse me. What, uh, for someone who does not know the game, what is a TFO? It stands for a task force operation it used to be STF, which was special task force. Now it's TFOs. Uh, they renamed it, but it's, it's essentially a five man dungeon. Okay. What, what would be a five-man dungeon in WoW or most other MMOs out there. And yeah. if you're good enough, you can solo them, too. There's a, a way you can queue for them by yourself if you really want to. Um, 
but that's where you get, I said the reputation marks, you get those from the TFOs. Okay. So that's what it goes into. And then you build your in-game gear from the reputations. Oh, okay. It's kind of, kind of involved process. But uh, I I just wanted to say for those fun nights, if, if like uh, Tetsemi, if you join at some point in time, we don't have to run the TFOs. I'm just as happy to level match with you and just run the content, just get you through stuff, get you past some of those harder missions or harder enemies and help you get the gear and stuff. Cool. We can do that on a fun night or really anytime I'm on. Awesome. And typically when we, we have someone that's leveling and is going, we're, we're having a group help. We'll let the person that's leveling handle talking to the NPCs and stuff like that. So that way, that we don't accidentally cut through, you know, skip yeah. through cut scenes and stuff like <laughs> that that you needed or wanted to see. Yeah. So, Abovin, you're needing to go here soon, right? To go to your other game? No. Um, uh, was it uh, Max and Seema were going to start, I know, the Escape podcast in like five minutes? Right. Okay. But, Are you going to Map like, Night, Abo? Or? Um, uh, uh, the, the beauty of Map Night is, uh, is people can pop in and out. Cool. All the time, so that's that's no big deal. I I don't want to hold you up if you need to go, but I did have uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, no, please. please. Do you have please. as much okay. time as you need. This is your time. Yeah, fire away. So the the other thing I wanted to go on about was our podcast, Fleet Action Report. Um, never heard this, of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you, buddy. Um, this was actually Grebog's idea. Um, he pulled me in cause he knew I was a beta tester for this game. Um, so Grebog, I want to ask why a video podcast over a voice only podcast. There are things that we can show them through video that we can't ex- easily explain. Cause okay. If I tell you, go click up in the top, right on, around your mini map and, and there are so many little darn buttons around your yeah. mini map. <laughs> It would be easier, like, oh, hey, click on the top. See, look at that button clicked, and oh, look at that. You know, That's a nice build. A, a picture is button. worth a thousand words. Yeah, I, I just, well, we can, we can also, like, go in here, and I can be like, oh, this is the way I built my captain, and this is the gear he has, and I can show you all the various things that I've unlocked, and or you know what I, I have set up on my captain for. From my my ship's gear to to you know all my traits, uh, my skills, uh, station, I can show you everything. It, it, yeah, I could tell you all of this stuff as well, but to me, seeing it is so much makes it so much easier. Yeah, no, absolutely. We uh, we actually discussed once upon a time about also doing a voice only podcast, like, you know, extracting the the sound files and, and posting it. But ultimately we decided that people would miss out on stuff if they couldn't see it. So we just kept it as a vodcast. We post our episodes to YouTube, usually the Thursday following the episode. Um, and so far it's, it's doing pretty well. I mean, I don't think we're ever going to get rich or, you know, famous off of it, but we have fun. Yep. Yep. Um, and Grebog was talking about the the builds and whatnot. We have done episodes. We've done deep dives onto both ground and space builds. Um, we've we've also done episodes teaching people, like say you wanted to do a polar on build. You want all your weapons to be polar on based. We've done an episode 
where we show where you can get the the Polaron sets or the consoles that boost Polaron damage. Uh, that episode in particular, we actually named Polaron Dancing. We, we tried to be <laughs> cute with our names. And then the other one I wanted to... to so in Star Trek, in, in Voyager, uh, one of the characters, Tom Paris, uh, introduces us to a holodeck program called Captain Proton, where it, it goes back to old sci-fi, like black and white sci-fi, you know, the, the mustache twirling evil villains and uh, the over-the-top campy, yeah. yeah, Flash Gordon, so on and so forth. Um, so we named our, our anti-proton, uh, so again, the, the character in, in the show was Captain Proton. Right. We named our episode Captain Anti-Proton, because <laughs> it talking about anti-proton weapons. Yep. Um, and I've been pointing out a lot of people to go see those uh, when they start asking about builds and whatnot. I'm like, hey, go look at the episode. And the way we do it is while we really would like people to watch the episodes, we also want them to get the information. We feel that's more important. So each episode that we post on YouTube also shares the show notes that we used for that episode. Yep. So they have all the text as well. Awesome. Yep. Since you started saying Voyager stuff, I thought I'd at least get into a Voyager <laughs> Voyager ship. It's the warship version, but I mean, it, it's still the similar. warship Voyager yeah. with all there, the extra guns. But is there caffeine in that nebula? That's the probably that's uh, that's the important thing. That's the important thing. Yeah. Um, so as far um, as what I wrote out for show notes, that covers everything that that we had. Do you guys or the viewers? have any questions that we could answer. Um, so I think we covered this pre-show, but I just want to make sure. So for those that are, um, I want to say factions, but that's not the right term. There are different fleets. So you can join the normal Starfleet. You can join the Klingon Defense Force, and then you can eventually unlock two other captains that can be ambassadors of those races into Starfleet, correct? Is that the best way of describing it? Or how, how do you how do you describe the Jem'Hadar and the... So, so there are four factions in total. It, okay. It's kind of a misnomer to say that, because there's, yeah. there's really... The this two. game, like so many other games, suffers from the red versus blue mentality. Yeah. The, the Federation is the blue, and the Klingons are the red, and they hate each other. And the storyline used to reflect that. Uh, they've yeah. changed that over the years. So there's actually a piece of cord and, and crazy stuff, but it, they, they say the red versus blue is hardwired into the game and they can't change it, but they wanted to give people more options. So they introduced two other playable factions, the Romulan Republic and the dominion for the Romulan Republic. You, uh, there's, you can play, there's a couple different races you can pick from. Of course, Romulans, Remans, and then there's an alien builder. For the Dominion, you just get the Jem'Hadar. That's the only thing that you, you can get. Now, they do start at level 60, where the max level in the game right now is 65. So they start basically at the end game anyway. Um, but the Romulans start at level one, like everybody else. The, the, the catch is, at a certain point in time in the storyline of the Romulans and the Dominion, you pick if you want to ally yourself with the Federation or the Klingon Defense Force. Okay. So they, they kept the red versus blue, but those two races, they still have their own unique storyline, they have their own homeworlds, um, and, and their own ships and whatnot. So 
yes, they are separate, but they're not. Gotcha. Well, and here recently, they, they allowed it. If you get a Klingon Defense Force captain all the way up to 65, you, you now unlock any anyone can any captain you have can fly any ship you've unlocked okay so I could well yeah except for the dominion ships but th- that ha- they typically have their own unlocks but like so like if you wanted to fly around and a klingon bird of prey you can all you have to do is level a, K- a klingon captain well a kdf captain all the way to 65 and then that unlocks. Though there is a way you can buy it out if you if you want to pay money, but just level to sixty five. It's easy enough. Yeah. Um, and, and then you can fly any any ship on any captain. Um, I've seen a lot of on the KDF side, uh, a lot of uh, of the Federation ships now being <laughs> flown by the Klingons. So it, it's kind of amusing to see. Um, so for the Jemadar, they have if it's a Vanguard ship. With, then they typically so every ship has a mastery system kind of like a level mm-hmm. and so this one most ships only go most tier six the, the top tier only go up to tier five now once they you get to a tier six it, it typically is either a legendary or a vanguard ship um so this is a legendary ship the tier six trait is an account wide trait Okay. Um, so for the Vanguard ships, though, they made it where th- there's a, t- a tier six that you can unlock, which then unlocks it for your account. So you just Got have it. to level up the, va- the the whatever Dominion ship Vanguard wise uh, up to six, and then you can fly it on any of your captain. Very nice. Cool. Okay. Abo, any questions? Um, if you guys, if someone was brand new to the game. How would they get started? Like, where where would they go? Like, what website would they hit? What what do you got to download? What what type of account do you need to create? And how do they get involved with uh, AIE in in Star Trek Online? There is there's a number of launchers you can use for STO. Epic Games will do it. Steam will do it. Arc Launcher will do it. Um, you can also at one point in time I haven't checked. I don't know if this is still true, but at one point in time you used to be able to go to the uh, Perfect World or ARC website and just download the game and, and launch it itself. That may not be available anymore, but I know the other three, Arc, the ARC launcher, Epic Games launcher, or Steam launcher will have it on there. So you just download the game. It's free. Um, and when you start it up, um, you'll either create an account or it will make an account for you by linking with whatever launcher you're using. Um, and then you just start playing. It will open it up. You make your selection about which race you want to play, which faction you want to be a part of, and it will launch into the tutorial, give you a rundown of some basic controls. Um, and then, like I said earlier, you can you can eventually customize that or change it pretty much however you want. Um, as far as uh, joining the fleet goes... There's a couple different ways you can do that. We usually tell people to go to aie-guild.org and join the Discord, and then from the Discord they can request to be admitted to the fleet. Um, but we also, uh, on our podcast, or video podcast, we usually make an announcement towards the end that, hey, if you're interested in joining us, you can speak up here, you can find us in-game, 
Um, or again, you can go to AIE website and find us that way. Perfect. Any like sh- servers or shards, or is it or is it a, a single single server? There game? are technically there's two servers. Um, they have Tribble, which is their test server, and Holodeck, which mm-hmm. is their open server. And we play on Holodeck, uh, just the basic server. If if people want to be on the test server, uh, I've tried that before, but it tends to be very glitchy. So <laughs> I just stick with Holodeck. Perfect. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I think that is going to be our show tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we do want to thank you guys for joining us. Nicodus Grebog, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad we were able to work out a schedule where we can get both of you on and have you talk about it. Um, is there anything that you want to plug? Uh, I see in the show notes you've got your fleet action report linked to the, the video podcast. Um, yes. I, I added that on there. Um, okay. So... Uh, Fleet Action Report, we have our own website. It's just simply fleetactionreport.com. We have uh, links to our YouTube channel on there. We have some stories on there about our characters um, and some other various contact information. Um, Also a link to our Facebook page, uh, other ways that people can contact us. And then we live stream Fleet Action Report and our fun night at twitch.tv slash realgrebog. That's no, R-E-A. No, oh, is it just... You're right. It is just Greebog. I need to fix that. <laughs> you're real Greebog in the game, but yep. the Twitch is just <laughs> twitch.tv slash Greebog. Yep. That's G-R-E-B-O-G. And then I have taken to streaming uh, with my daughter occasionally uh, for that new character challenge, and that is at twitch.tv slash Nicodus 555. It wouldn't let me just take the name Nicodus. <laughs> so three fives on the end of that. And awesome. I've been trying to tweet recently when things are going live and remind people about the show on Twitter with at Fleet Action. So, yeah. And also on the Discord, if you're interested, uh, click on the AIE-STO um, it's the little icon up in Abo. Is it the announcements channel? No, the welcome channel. Uh, it's in the welcome channel. Welcome channel. I believe, yeah, yeah. If you click the little uh, STO icon, anytime they go live or they're doing events, they'll tweet. They'll send a message to the AIE STO, and you'll get notified. And while you're there, click on the other games that you play to get the game specific notifications while you're there. Yep. Huh? We've added it's them cool. in. Yep. It's cool. It, it, they even add, did they add the new one for D&D as well? Uh, no, because I didn't do that yet. It's in progress. <laughs> it's in progress, but Abel will get, get it done. So I had, I had a, I had a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can happens. relate. <laughs> Real life sometimes attacks. Real life aggro. Ah. Mm. Oh, you, Abbo. I clicked off the show notes, so I need to find out which tab I put them in. And I actually closed all my tabs. But there. Don't. Okay. Do you want me to do it? I can I can knock it out. I got it. Okay. I got it right here. Okay. Okay, so if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter, and the show is at AIE podcast. Um, Mew is not at the at, at the Apple van. Um, Mew is um, 
Oh, you count. Yes. Avalvan is at Avalvan, <laughs> so we'll fix that later. Yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, and and uh, Mikala, who is not here, is at Samwith, and Semi is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, except this week. Uh, that may have been my fault. <laughs> that, that's perfectly fine. We, we're happy to have you on. You can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, aie-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream and our Discord server for chat at aie-guild.info slash Discord. And for past episodes, you can see them on the YouTube channel of, at youtube.com slash slash the AIE podcast. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. F- please follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. Yep. And next time, time. as you did, (laughs) next time we will be talking to someone in some show. We've got to figure out who's who's due up. But until then, AIE, this is Ted Semi. This is Alvin. This is Nicodus. See you out there. This is Greenbug. Live long and prosper. And this has been the AIE podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>